everybody. My name is Tim. I'm a lead pastor at New Hope Church, and I just want to welcome you, you into our gathering. We've been doing this, uh, we did it most of last week, and it's just uh, a chance for us to get together and have a little devotional time and just been reading from the book of John, trying to encourage people. I hope it's been helping. Received a lot of feedback to tell us that it is helping, so that's good. And I uh, just want, you know, can't get together, but I still like to get together. As, as much as we can and um, just encourage everybody that we possibly can. And, and I need you to play a part in this as well. <clears throat> you can um, comment on Instagram or on Facebook or on YouTube live and uh, just let us know that you're there first of all and where you're watching from. But also, um, as we have said, man, if you got a prayer request, you're going through something, put it out there and then others who are watching this uh, telecast or this broadcast as well, if you can just come behind that person and pray for them. Like their comment, uh, maybe comment to them or pray for them right on the platform that you're using. I feel like it just is gonna help everybody. If we, if we stick together, even though we can't get together, if we just stick together, we're gonna, we're gonna do a lot better in getting through this. And <clears throat> I feel like you know, every time you turn around, we get another bit of bad news. That's kind of the season that we're in. But, uh, I, I, you know, you don't need to come to me at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time and get bad news. You can get enough of that on TV. I want you to get the good news, and the good news is that Jesus wins. He's the victor over sin and death. And we're so glad that we have a chance to have a relationship with him. Uh, so don't be dismayed. God is still good. God is large and in charge. Don't be afraid, all right? Uh, as I said, we've been reading through John <clears throat> today. We are uh, going to keep on reading. We're in chapter 3, and we're now verse 22. I'm just going to read a little bit, hopefully get through this pretty quick. I don't talk in between the verses here. It says, After this, Jesus and his disciples went out into the Judean countryside, where he spent some time with them and baptized. So now Jesus is baptizing folks. Now John the Baptist was also baptizing at Anon in Siloam, uh, which is in the Jordan Valley South, and I believe to the, uh, to the west of the Jordan River. Uh, it says because there's plenty of water there, so maybe the Jordan was a little bit dry or something, so he's over in that area baptizing, and people were still coming to him to be baptized. This was before John was put into prison, and we'll get to that soon enough in this study that we're doing together. An argument developed between some of John's disciples and a certain Jew over the matter of ceremonial washing. <clears throat> Pardon me. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, the man who was with you on the other side of the Jordan, talking about Jesus, the one you testified about, look at this, man, he is baptizing, and now everybody is going to him. To this, John replied, a person can receive only what is given to them from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I am sent on ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom, like the, would be the best man for us, he waits and he listens for the groom and is full of joy when he hears the groom's voice. That joy, John says, is mine. He says this because he's the one who had been preparing the way for Jesus, and now here Jesus is, and so he's full of joy. He said, that joy is mine, and now my joy is complete. So uh, I think that uh, people, especially John's own disciples and the people that he was working with, were expected him, expecting him to be jealous 
that more people were now heading over to see Jesus than were staying for John's uh, messages and to be baptized by John. And as I said yesterday or whenever it was that, uh, or pardon me, last week, that John uh, had crowds of, uh, some scholars say 5,000, some say to upwards of 20,000 at a time, listening to this madman preach out in the wilderness. And now those crowds are starting to dwindle as more and more people leave him and go to follow Jesus. <clears throat> and um, so people are coming to him saying, are, are, what do you think about this? It's almost like they're trying to get, you know, like news reporters sticking a microphone in your face. What do you think about this? What are you looking for a sound bite to play or something? And he, he just says, that's what's supposed to happen. That's what is exactly why I'm on this earth. I'm on this earth to prepare a way for folks. And I love, 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 love what he says next. This is um, verse 30, John chapter 3, verse 30, because I know some of you are going to want to find this after we're done. If you're not looking at your Bible right now, John chapter 3, verse 30. John the Baptist says, he, talking about Jesus, he must become greater, I must become less. He must become greater. I must become less. The one who comes from above is still above all. The one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks as one from the earth. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Whoever accepted it has, has certified that God is truthful. <clears throat> For the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God gives the spirit without limit. The Father loves the Son and has placed everything in His hands. Then John gives the gospel just like Jesus did for us in the devotional that we had on uh, Saturday where we got the John 3.16 which Jesus, uh, John, John recorded. And uh, uh, in verse 17, remember said, God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world because the world was already condemned. He sent His Son to save the world. So. That's the gospel that Jesus saves, okay, for us from condemnation. <clears throat> now John tells us this in verse 36. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. Praise God for our Savior who is... Let's see if they got a pen that can write up in here. Hopefully this won't wash out. Can you see it? He is greater than I. Maybe you've seen shirts with this on it. Uh, he is greater than I. And uh, it's some place in Hawaii that makes uh, lifestyle accessories. But anyway, uh, a verse that we studied in our anxiety series, <clears throat> uh, Anxious for Nothing, in Philippians chapter 4. Uh, says, uh, rejoice in the Lord always again, I will say rejoice. And the reason we can rejoice in the Lord is because He is the Lord. The word Lord there means master. It means uh, one who is greater than anyone else. He is greater than I. He's greater than anything. He's greater than the virus 
that's making his way throughout the world today, and he can help us through this difficult time. So we're supposed to believe in him. And then in verse eight of that study, and I'm sorry, I keep going back to this study, but man, it is working for me right now. Uh, Philippians chapter four, verse eight, uh, the apostle Paul, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, gives us a list of things to think about. And one of the things that he says is whatever is admirable, whatever is admirable. And admirable, the word from the original language, which is in this case a Greek, means uttering words of good outcomes. Uttering words of good outcomes. The opposite of that would be uttering words of doom and gloom. And you talk about right now, there's a lot of doom and gloom out there. And I just wanna put things into perspective. He is greater than I. He is greater than everything. He is creator God. He is Jesus Christ. He is the Lord. And he's got this. He has got this. It's easy to get caught up in the doom and gloom, but we got to remember we have a savior that is greater than anything that this world or that the evil one can throw at us. And he has the victory. He's already won the victory for us. And I just need you to remember that and, and rest in that. I want to pray with you before I let you go. Let's bow. Lord, I thank you that you are greater than any fear, than any uh, bad news, than any anxiety, than any virus, Lord, than any possibility that might be lurking out there, Lord. I pray that we'll put you on the throne where you belong so that our hearts can stay where they belong, and that is attuned to you, Lord. I pray that our lives then can reflect your goodness and you are a good God. Lord, we thank you for that. I pray that you would help those who are struggling, comfort those who are hurting, as I always ask you, Lord, heal the sick, protect the healthy. I pray for those who are struggling, God, because of work situations, that you would make up the difference for them now in this time of need. I pray, Lord, that you would be greater than the, than the difficulties that we now face. I thank you, God, for Jesus, your son, and it's in his powerful name that we pray these things. And everybody said, amen. Hey guys, I hope we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. God bless.